That's the kind of thing you might want to look ahead and say, okay, what's our fantasy trip or where would we like to go and what kind of things can we look at? Maybe check some videos out. Get excited for some things that you can engage in. It is temporary, so we got to be ready for it on the other side of well, it. Well, my fantasy trip is me in the Bahamas with Salma Hayek. I don't know how that's going to go over <laughs> with the wife. Welcome back, everyone, for another edition of Coping on the Couch with Courtney and Brian. Me, I am a licensed mental health therapist, and Brian, of course, has done a lot of great things with his therapy. It's really helped you in your life. You've talked about that before. Well, slow down. I'm still trying to figure life out, but yes, I'm doing the best that I can, Courtney. He's very sage, very wise. We can go to Brian. But yeah, we started this podcast to talk more about the benefits of really taking your mental health seriously and going to therapy and kind of getting some help when you need it and reaching out for supports. And I thought today we'd talk a little bit about, my background is also in life coaching. And I know when I got into therapy, there were some things that I would also do with clients about kind of challenging some of the things they were telling themselves and some of the stories they were telling themselves over and over again to try to open up a space for some new possibilities. So I thought maybe we'd talk a little bit more about that and how people can do that in their daily lives to help kind of make some shifts. And I was going to start out with a quote from Einstein. You know, he's a smart guy, right? Brian Einstein? From what I've been told. (laughs) How many people are trapped in their everyday habits, part numb, part frightened, part indifferent? To have a better life, we must keep choosing how we are living. So that's what he was doing in between E equals MC squared. Yes, he was thinking a lot about this. And I think it's a great point is the fact that sometimes we get stuck, and especially the pandemic and everything going on, we have gotten stuck, and a lot of us do feel numb from time to time, and we've kind of shut things down. And I I think it's really important for us to take a look at that, get introspective, and think more about that and the changes we want to make in our lives. Based on what you're saying, I'm wondering if you're inside my head, and it certainly doesn't look like the inside of Einstein's. <laughs> However, maybe you're bugging my home because this is something that I say to my wife all the time mm-hmm. who gets frustrated with my moods, mm-hmm. and I tell her, look, this is where I am. I'm in a rut. Yeah. I've had so many bad things happen to yeah. me lately. I have nothing to look forward to mm-hmm. because we have had financial issues off of her having lost the job for six months. She finally has one back. We haven't traveled in forever. It doesn't look like we're going to be able to, at least responsibly because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. We haven't been to a concert, a comedy show, or anything like that. And a lot of times for mental health, when you are in that rut, you think, okay, what do I have to look forward to? And if you don't have anything, that's where you get stuck. And that's what I say to her. Look, I'm not sad. I'm not angry. I'm just kind of numb right now. Mm. And I'm just moving along. I am like a robot. I work so much. I'm always in that zone. I'm always behind the computer. I'm always thinking about what we're going to talk about on our morning radio show, Mm -hmm. on our podcast. That's where I go run and hide. And even I will admit... Not a healthy place to be. Mm -hmm. Like you said, that is kind of part of your coping. And you know that that's a place that you can go. It's comfortable, but it's not always the best place because there may be other things that maybe could feed you more or maybe you can cut back on certain things. Like you said, you want things to look forward to. You want to go do more activities. But unfortunately, right now, a lot of us, we're stuck. So we're feeling that. I was reading up on the fact of maybe planning things, even though it's going to take a while. If you and your wife would sit down and plan something out, it could have to be maybe in another year (laughs) 
wrong too. <laughs> I don't have so, that kind of time, Courtney. Know, right? Not a spring like, chicken what are you talking here? about? How many years away from? But I mean, like a fantasy trip. Or here's you a know. pamphlet for another assisted living facility. <laughs> let's thumb through this. Yes, let's see what kind of activities they have. What kind uh, of headstone would you like for your grave, <laughs> Brian? But yeah, that's the kind of thing you might want to look ahead and say, okay, what's our fantasy trip, or where would we like to go, and what kind of things can we look at? Maybe check some videos out. Get excited for some things that you can engage in because this is temporary. It feels like it's going on forever, but it is temporary. So we got to be ready for it on the other side of well, it. Well, my fantasy trip is me in the Bahamas with Salma Hayek. I don't know how that's going to go over with the wife. <laughs> I'd like to be there for that conversation, Brian. <laughs> well, that would give me something to look forward to. I don't know about Selma. <laughs> and also, your habits are really important, too. Like you had said, there's certain habits that you may go to because they're comfortable. And once we have a habit, our brain doesn't want to think too hard about stuff. Once we do something automatically, we do it over and over again, it becomes automatic. And when you're emotionally exhausted or depressed, mm-hmm. the last thing you want to do is put effort into anything. Right. And that's what I tell my clients, especially when they're depressed and they're feeling anxious. We talk about the fact that, listen, don't expect that you're going to feel like doing this. You're not. Let me just take that off the table for you. Because they're like, well, I don't really feel like it. I'm like, yeah, you're not going to, especially if you're depressed. So take that off the table. It's not about how you feel. It's about the commitment that you have. So if you have a commitment to wanting to feel better or doing something that you know will make you feel better on the other side of it, but in the moment you're not feeling like doing it, then try to take some steps to commit to the actual thing that you want to do rather than committing to a feeling. The feelings are going to go up and down. Allow for me to ask you a question on my wife's behalf, because Mm -hmm. this is the rut within which she finds herself, finally has a new job, really excited about it. The challenge is trying to work your way into that, and she's managing people without meeting them, because everything is over a Zoom, can't go into the office. She is very upset that she has been home since March, has not been able to leave. Mm -hmm. Just the other day, she got to go see her new office for about 10 minutes, and she said to me, Brian... I wanted to bring my sleeping bag there. She is so tired of being inside of the house Mm -hmm. and there is no end in sight and there have been tears and Mm -hmm. there's been a lot of frustration and it has caused, I don't want to say disagreements because I agree she is miserable, (laughs) but sometimes (laughs) things get a little bit contentious Mm -hmm. because she's getting so frustrated. When you do not see the finish line for something like that, what is your advice to somebody right. like her? Well, she needs to buy some new things for her office, Brian. <laughs> Brian's like, oh, With man. whose money, Courtney? <laughs> she hasn't had a job in a while. She needs to borrow some from her nice husband <laughs> who wants to make her happy. Mulhern <laughs> Savings and Loan. Exactly. I like to go there from time to time. <laughs> Not a lot, Monica. Not FDIC protected either. <laughs> but taking pictures of her office, reminding herself that she's got a place that she will be going shortly. She took video. And, yeah, take some video of it. And also thinking about maybe there is a piece of art that she wants, or maybe there's something in the house. She wants to gather some things together to get excited, to get ready to bring it to the place. And also, like you said, money's tight. You don't want to go on a shopping spree. But buying a couple of special items and put it on her desk currently at home that she can look at and to remind her of the bigger picture. Sometimes we just need a reminder. That's why people do a lot of times with vision boards and that kind of thing is something that you can physically, you can look at and it will kind of tap into your brain that good feeling of that hopefulness of something 
something that you want or some goal that you're trying to reach. But the other component, as we have covered in the past, I am a recluse. She is mm-hmm. a people addict. And a big part of it is she misses that one-on-one social yes. interaction. Mm-hmm. So does it become, I don't know, she hits me up for a loan for one of those sex robots. <laughs> Get a bunch of those. <laughs> oh, my God. Mannequins of some kind. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. No bad ideas and brainstorming. Well, she could use it for one thing. I could use it for another. Well, that's the thing. Since we're talking about new habits and new ideas, I can't like put the kibosh on that right now because that wouldn't be this nice. This is my safe me. space. But don't exactly. make me feel uncomfortable. That's my job. And to I make can't you uncomfortable. judge you. But then again, I'm not your therapist. So, you know. <laughs> Thank God, uh, says Courtney. But I think coming up with different and new ideas, and that's another great thing in therapy is sometimes people be like, listen, I just have some ideas. Can I roll these by you? Because in our lives daily, sometimes people will have judgments. Sometimes people will squash our ideas. And we really need to have a place where some of them can grow. Maybe not that one that you mentioned, but sometimes. Or maybe. Or maybe. You know what I mean? (laughs) Who knows? So I think it's really important. The other part of this, too, is challenging our story. A lot of times when I first got into therapy, I remember I kind of grappled with this whole thing. I was a life coach trained originally. So I was all about where are you now and where can I help you get? So it wasn't so much as focused on the past and the things that you've gone through. It was more about reaching your goals and moving forward. Mm -hmm. When I became a therapist, I kind of struggled with that because a lot of it is we got to go into your past. We've got to process. We've got to validate your feelings about things with that. And then we have to figure out how to help you move forward. So it's a very important piece, but it was a piece that I did find some challenge with going in with these difficult feelings that people were having, holding a space for that. And so now I realize that it's so important to have all of those elements. You really need to know where you've been and the things that have affected you and the things that are holding you back and your mindset. But you also need to challenge yourself and say, you know what, we're here to grow. We're here to get better at things. We're here to learn new things. And we have to have a space to open up to that. So challenging some of these old stories, because sometimes we just get stuck in what we think is our identity. Like, oh, I couldn't possibly do that because I've never done that before. When really we need to kind of open up to some new possibilities. I had a similar path in terms of making that transition, Mm -hmm. going from being a male escort to a morning radio (laughs) host. And I said, must have been difficult. Tie all of that together. And I said, well, as the escort, when I would take my pants off, inevitably the women would laugh. And if I can somehow bring that to the radio, (laughs) it's like we tie it all together in a nice big bow. Right. So So you used your past story, but you also let it inform how you were going to move forward in your new life. Yeah. I had Mm. a life coach help me with that. He's doing something else now. (laughs) (laughs) He got out of the biz. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, "Mm." But that's a perfect example. How do I kind of bridge that gap? I want to do something new. How do I use the skills and the things that I already know or the experiences I've been through, but to also open my mind to moving forward? And that speaks to something else, too, which is you should never label yourself or identify who you are based on what you do for a living. That is a piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. It should never completely and totally define you. Mm -hmm. Now, I have changed careers over the course of my lifetime, Mm -hmm. and I've often thought, too, especially during the pandemic with the struggles in the media and ad revenue being down. Well, I've just been a comedy writer and a radio personality for so long. Mm -hmm. If you take that away from me, I really do feel like I could circle the drain pretty quickly Mm -hmm. because 
who am I without that? But you don't want to lean on that too hard. Well, that's the thing. And I think it's normal and natural to be like, oh my gosh, who am I without that? What would I possibly do? But yeah, this happens sometimes. Things get downsized. Some jobs start to become obsolete. Some careers. People well, have... the sex robots were the male escort thing. Why do you think <laughs> I had to get in the radio? Good God. See? But I always say to remind people, all the challenges you've been through, you need to remind yourself of how you got through it, how you didn't think you could, and how you did find the strength to do it. And every time... You keep like a memory bank of that so that you can draw from that and say, wow, those times were really tough and that was really dark and bleak. I didn't think I could do it, but I did it. And how did I do it? And how did I get through it? What supports did I need? How did I need to look at things? So it's really important, Brian. And that's the thing. I've heard you say it before, too, about the things you've done. You've done them for so long and you're so good at it that it is. It's scary to think like, what would I be without that? But that is not the whole essence of who you are. Just like you said, that's pieces of who you are, but that's not the whole essence of who you are. To give a concrete example of what I'm talking about, I did mention my wife having lost her job, Mm -hmm. and she really did identify with that. It Mm -hmm. was a cause she was very passionate about, and she was devastated when it went away. But as the dust settled and the smoke started to clear, Mm -hmm. she began to have some perspective on it. First of all, she was being pounded into the ground. She was overworked. She wasn't being given any help. There were a lot of incompetent people who were calling shots who still kept their jobs, she started to realize how unhealthy it was, how she was treated on the way out the door when, incidentally, her position got eliminated because of the pandemic, and she was not treated very well. I'm speaking Mm -hmm. not based on what she thinks, what I saw, and I was really upset about it, and I had to talk to her a lot about it because she works just as hard, if not harder, than I do at my own job. Now that she's come out of that fog and is with another organization Mm -hmm. who is actually giving her the resources that she needs, complimenting her, putting her more in a position to succeed, not being cheated in certain areas, suddenly she realizes this is the best thing that ever could have happened to me. But if you had told me that six to seven, eight months ago, I would have said you were crazy. Right. A lot of times, just to kind of bring in another piece to this, a lot of times we'll look at what people are going through and we want to just kind of code it with all the happy, oh, it's bad now, but it's going to be so much better and all of these things. positivity. Right. And so what that can do is shut a person down because they feel like they're not being validated for how they're feeling at the time. So we really want to be careful with this. You do want to be encouraging of people, but when they're going through a hard time, you also want to say, yeah, this sucks. This is terrible. I'm so sorry that you're going through this. We want to be in that place with them. But the amazing thing that can happen is when you're in that place with them, a lot of times they're allowed to kind of pop up a little bit and say, maybe I may find something that's a little better fit. Or, you know what? I was exhausted at that job. Maybe there's a possibility things will get better. And from there, you can encourage and say, yeah, like let's hold some hope. But for right now, I know you need a shoulder to cry on. So here's the shoulder and let's talk about this, but also to hold the hope and be encouraging. So finding that balance rather than trying to just say, yeah, that's terrible, but you know what? I just know it's just going to be great. And to just gloss over their feelings, we've got to be very careful with that. Well, to bring it back to that real world situation, we had to navigate some choppy waters off of her having lost that job Mm -hmm. because that was the first time. And incidentally, she was 51 years old, about to turn 51, that she had ever lost a job. She'd never been through it. So I was able to say to her, Okay, 
first of all, consider how lucky you are to be that age mm -hmm. and never have lost a job. Given what I do for a living, I've found myself on the sidelines a lot of times, so I get where you're coming from. And then sometimes, angrily, she would say, we're not talking about you right now. And mm -hmm. I'd say, well, no, I'm not talking about me, but I'm just saying, if I can get through it, you can. And then I started explaining all of the positive attributes that she has and what she can bring to the table. Mm -hmm. She's done a lot of different things. And I kept telling her over and over again, I am not worried about you finding a job even this much. And I'm holding my fingers about a centimeter apart mm -hmm. because she's very well networked. She's very well liked. She can do a lot of different things. Yeah, she's very I talented. Said, yeah. If I lost my job, I'm not as well liked. <laughs> I'm not as well networked. I also cannot do a lot of different things. I've sort of pigeonholed myself in the comedy, the media, the showbiz world. There are not a lot of opportunities for something like that. And I say that not to make it about me, but to give you perspective of how much of a better position you are in. And it ultimately ended up being true. Now, it took a little while mm -hmm. and she started getting frustrated, but I told her, you got let go during the summer. Let's get past Labor Day and see what happens. Because people just kind of mentally yeah. check out on that front. And sure enough, as soon as Labor Day passed, the mm -hmm. interviews were rolling in. Now, a lot of them fell by the wayside. She started getting more and more upset. But when all was said and done, it came down to she had two amazing offers from two stupendous organizations mm -hmm. to the extent that she was heartbroken to have to tell one no because she could right. only take one. And I said to her, for all of the gnashing of teeth and pulling of hair that you were doing, look where you ended up, mm -hmm. exactly where you were supposed to. And think about the wasted energy. It's easy to say it in retrospect, right. but we right. all get there eventually. Of course. And the thing yeah. is, it's the unknown. You don't know when that moment is going to come. Mm -hmm. But oh my God, did it turn out so well for her to the extent that she's in a position now where she essentially got a promotion within the other organization. And I said, that past one never would have given that right. to you. Right. And she's also making more money. She loves the staff. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you do have to go through H-E double yeah. hockey sticks to get mm -hmm. to heaven. And I really do feel this as well. You need difficulty in life. Mm -hmm. It's a learning experience. Yeah. It's something that prepares you for the next challenge. Mm -hmm. Because in spite of what the toxic positivity people might tell you, it's not all unicorns and sunshine. Right, There's right. going to be another problem around the corner, but this most recent one has made you smarter and it's made you stronger. Exactly. And that's the thing. If you can pull from that what you have learned, what you were trying to be taught, maybe there's a lesson in there of knowing your worth. We put up with things. We do get numb. We stick to jobs or relationships or different things that are not serving us. And sometimes I think things get shaken up. No, you need to have that so that you will move and change. Now, of course, if we sat Carla down and said, of course, you didn't want to have to go through what you went through. But if you knew you were going through it to have this amazing job in January, she'd be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> because she knew she was going to have it. The problem was the uncertainty, not being able to sit with it. Then it brings up all these other insecurities and all these things. But the thing of it is, sometimes we have to shake it up. She's going to be fully engaged in this. And she also knows her value and her worth more now. And she can put some healthy limits and boundaries in, too to her work life. And if she also knew how much her attitude would change in relation to what the previous job was, mm -hmm. who she was as she was identifying with it, and how right. much growth there has been, that would also be a huge key mm -hmm. in her not being upset about it. Right. And sometimes you do need that perspective. It's funny, and to wrap all of this up and to bring it all full circle, it seems like we do this a lot on the morning radio show and we do it mm -hmm. on the podcast. I can always relate just about everything 
to a Seinfeld episode. Right. <laughs> when you find yourself in that rut where you're doing the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. and you're not making any forward progress, what about the day that Jerry Seinfeld said to George Costanza, well, if your every impulse <laughs> is incorrect, why not start trying to do the opposite? Said, and he said, hmm. you're right. Instead of tuna on toast, I'm going to get chicken <laughs> salad. <laughs> you know, And he starts going down this road and his life just starts yeah. to improve immeasurably because sometimes it is true. Yeah. We can't get out of our own way. Mm-hmm. And if you keep making the same kind of relationship choices and mm-hmm. end up with the same jerk every time, yeah. and if you keep having the same problems at your job, mm-hmm. maybe it's not the other people. Maybe it's how you're approaching it. Right. Try to sit down, take that step back and say, well, what if I try a different approach, would it be the worst thing? If it fails, what's the worst thing that can happen? You lose your job, you're homeless, and your wife divorces you? (laughs) Ah, I'm not speaking from experience. (laughs) But even if that happens, we have proven that somehow, some way, you're going to climb out Mm -hmm. of that hole. Try it out in your life in small ways and say, okay, well, I normally would do this. What would happen if I did this? What's the story I keep telling myself as to why I can't take a leap or why I can't take a chance or why, oh, well, I don't do it like that. Well, why not? Well, because I've never done it like that. Well, let's try it, you know? You know what I mean? So these are the kind of things of shaking loose some of the stuff that gets stuck in our head about our old stories and how things have to be and how we've always been and shake that loose and see where it can bring you. And also what stories you're telling yourself as you're going through some hard times too to remind yourself, wow, maybe I do have all these strengths and there's other ways that I can look at things. So I think it's important to do that. And in therapy, we can really help people with that too. Be the author of your own new chapter. Mm Okay, Einstein. Right, Einstein? Turn the page. You know what? Maybe I'll try that toxic positivity. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Well, Courtney, in the meantime, this has been very enlightening. Thank you for bringing Mm -hmm. this to the table. And if people would like to converse with you further personally, how can they get in touch? You can always email me, wellness at wctk.com. And be sure to also come to our website, catcountry.com. We have some great resources for people under the Wellness Wednesday page, the weekly segment that we do. We have those posted up there as well. So lots of good stuff if you need some coping, some positivity, some support, all sorts of things over there. Many of our socials at Cat Country Mornings. I am Brian Mulhern on some of my personal pages. She is Courtney Kelly or Courtney Kelly Bedard. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And don't forget things like Alexa. Mm -hmm. Alexa, play Coping on the Couch with Courtney and Brian. Oh, I got to try that. On Apple Podcasts. It does work. I have tried it myself. And, you know, when you visit the various pages, you could give us a good rating. Mm -hmm. You could say something nice or you could troll us. I suppose. That's really up to you. We just like the attention. Why do you think we give out her email address and not mine? I know, right? I've noticed that, Brian. <laughs> Maybe you might want to change that approach, Courtney. <laughs> Maybe you're stuck in the email trolling I know. rut. I'm going to unstuck your rut. I'm going to have people go and send emails to you. Well, as I'm getting my rut unstuck, I hope you have a great week, and we will see you next time on Coping on the Couch with Courtney and Brian. See ya. I want to